When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. You know what? I was thinking about something, Carlin. Mm. We could set up a charity cage match between you and Jim Gray and have the proceeds go to the charity, split it, and have it go to the charities of you guys choosing. How long do you think that would last? I don't think it'd be long. No. I think the buildup, the anticipation... (laughs) Is what would hook everybody in. I think you are really you know, over think about it, that. Think about it. Think about it. The two-on-two challenge between Keyshawn, J. Will, Allen Hahn, and Bart Scott. How long did that last? Yeah. Right up until they inbounded the first ball pass. <laughs> and and what happened? J. Will went to work. And <laughs> the other three guys just ended up watching. I'll never forget. I'm just saying, the buildup would be exciting. We'd generate some money for charity. It'd be fun. I, I will never forget interviewing Bart after that matchup. And I said, Bart, what was the strategy? Well, we figured that we would let Jay Will shoot. That's and, a, bad, and, it's a, it's a bad strategy. Or, you know, he shoot himself out. And I said, do you think looking back now that was a bad strategy? <laughs> bad strategy. Yeah. Bad strategy. I mean, and that would, that would be tantamount to Jim Gray not making me chase him around the cage. Yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah. a mistake. I'm going to go right at him. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a problem. That would be a problem. We got a Jake Paul fight card coming up. Maybe that will be exactly. It could be the undercard. Well, listen, it's it's just I I I all I was doing was showing a proper respect to a Hall of Fame broadcaster. That's what it says mm. on his Twitter bio. Okay, that he's a Hall of Fame broadcaster. So uh, I can only go. I don't know what Hall of Fame that is. Wow. But I, I, I don't. The, the, I sh- don't. The, the shade coming from you. Dude, there's a palm tree growing behind your head as we speak. You're throwing so much shade at Jim Gray. Why? I, I, all I could say is that, listen, you earn your reputation. That's all. I mean, listen, the, the guys back in the studio for Candy and Carl, we got to set this up. Jim Gray versus Chris Carlin cage match to the end for charity. So this is cage match. It's not boxing. It's, no, cage it's match. MMA. No holds barred. Arts. Cage match. Get the headgear, get the gloves, and let them go at it. Three rounds, five minutes? Each. I don't think it's going to last three rounds. I don't, know, I don't know that the big fella has it in him. I, I, I don't think I don't, I'll last I don't three think, That's what I'm saying. I don't think Carla got that in him. But I yeah. just, just want to see. Listen, I feel the smoke coming from Chris Carlin toward Jim Gray, well, and I feel like this is an outlet for it, and we could put a positive spin on it because it's for charity. Much when like, you're doing stuff for charity, I mean, everybody can get behind it. We can get on board. Much like Dylan Brooks, he don't want these problems. Oh, <laughs> you're going to go Shannon Sharp on him. What if Jim Gray called you a pedestrian? <laughs> <laughs> well, he wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> Kenty Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. I don't know where you are getting this sarcasm in my voice when I'm saying these things because hard-hitting questions are going to come. That, that's yeah, just I mean, it, I mean, you have about as little sarcasm as Aaron Rodgers has when he goes on the Pat McAfee show. <sighs> All right, well, that's fair, but it's that's your interpretation. It's not. It's not my interpretation of the situation. Okay. Yeah. Got I it. can only say what I can say. Okay. Hey, this is very, very interesting. 
This is very interesting. What we got? So, in case you missed it earlier today, Patrick Mahomes practiced in full, was not limited in any way. Uh, That was out of the Chiefs practice report. So let's talk about the line for a minute. It opened at Kansas City minus two and a half, Mm -hmm. right? Last Sunday at 6 o'clock Eastern time. Five minutes later, it was Kansas City minus one. Monday, it worked all the way to Cincinnati minus one, and then eventually... Tuesday, all the way to Cincinnati, minus two and a half. Then later in the day yesterday, people started betting back and jumping back on Kansas City. So last night, it was Cincinnati, minus one and a half. So this, that is a five-point swing in less than 48 hours on that. Today, with the news, the game is back to a pick this line is yo-yoing, Carl. It is all over the map. It is crazy what's happening right now. The over-under now. currently is 47. And that, that's been pretty consistent between 46 and a half and 48. Yeah. But the fact that this line has jumped five points, and I would not be surprised if it jumps a little bit more as the week goes along. Where do you think we will be at game time Sunday? I think Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will be slight favorites. One and a half, two? I want to say one. Yeah, probably around two. Yeah. I'm going to say two. I think it's two as well. I think it's two. On a neutral field, the Cincinnati Bengals would be favored, but this is in Arrowhead. And do we really think that Joe Burrow is going to beat Pat Mahomes for a third straight time in Arrowhead in the last calendar year and for the second straight time in the conference championship game? Is there a reason I should bet against that? Well, I mean, because I'm just going on what's happened so far. Yeah. And I'm also the best, going... Listen, the best indicator for future performance is past performance. Yeah. And what we've seen from the Cincinnati Bengals defense, especially with what Lou Anarumo has been able to dial up against Pat Mahomes, there's no reason to think that they won't find a way to be able to hold this Kansas City Chiefs offense down. Now, when I look at what the Chiefs are bringing to the party this year, they got a guy by the name of Isaiah Pacheco that makes things a little bit different for me, Carlin. And if you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they run it well against the Cincinnati Bengals, and they have every single time they've played in the last two, last year. They've ran it for over 130 yards each time these two teams have matched up, and Kansas City has run for over 100 yards in 10 consecutive playoff games. I say all that to say this. If you got a quarterback that's got a bum ankle – you're probably going to lean more on the ground game than you usually would. And that, to me, is one of the strengths of this Chiefs team. Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Orlando Brown Jr., mm-hmm. those guys get after it. And you need to, if you're Eric Bieniemy or Andy Reid, give those guys an opportunity to put their imprint on the game. And what I mean by that is have them going forward more than they're going backwards. The Cincinnati Bengals, they're 2-3 and three this season when opponents rush the ball 27 times or more. It needs to be a heavy dose of Isaiah Pacheco. Last three games that they played against the Bengals, they've run it well, but they haven't had the attempts, Carlin. And the thing about the run game, you want production, but the attempts also set up opportunities for explosive plays in the passing game, and you're going to need that with Pat Mahomes on a bum ankle. What I think one of the best aspects of Pacheco is that he is not a one-dimensional running back, meaning he can run between the tackles and he can run on the outside of the tackles. He's got speed. He ran a four. What did he run a four? Four. Four three. Four three. Four three. At the 
at the combine. He hit 20 miles an hour the other day yeah. on that 41-yard Oh, run. my gosh. He was rolling. He almost so, outran the angle on that play. So here's the point. He can get to the corner, and then he runs with true toughness. And listen, <laughs> I watched it for four years at Rutgers when they didn't have much of an offensive line for him to run behind. Mm-hmm. And he runs very, very tough, and he can spring it. He Like I, a couple of years ago, he sprung one for 80 straight up the gut against Michigan, at Michigan. Mm-hmm. And that was a game in which they had a very sizable interior off a defensive line. And he broke free from a couple of tackles. I, I'm, as, I'm as bullish on him as anybody, um, but I ultimately believe it comes back to Mahomes and the ankle. Now, here he is on testing his ankle this week. Uh, I think we'll see throughout the week. Uh, I haven't got got to go out and practice yet and put myself in those positions. Uh, I've done limited stuff, kind of in a a small uh, small kind of box of what I can do, but uh, I'll push it a little bit today and then and the next day and then the next day again and see what I can do that not re-aggravate the injury, obviously, but uh, to push it to see what, I, what I'll be able to do on Sunday. That was before practice today, and as we said, he practiced in full earlier. I, I, I do wonder about one thing that really could hurt the Bengals that the Bills were not able to take advantage of What's and that? frankly just got embarrassed by. The Bengals' offensive line. No question. Can the can the Kansas City Chiefs, with their defensive front, and people don't even realize that Chris Jones is one of the three finalists for Defensive Player of the Year. Chris Jones is his first-team All-Pro. Yeah. Yeah. So if, in case you forgot, that's true. So with that being the case, do the Chiefs have enough to actually make that a factor in this game as opposed to what we saw last week? Well, Carlin, people don't know this, but the Kansas City Chiefs finished second in sacks. Not the Dallas Cowboys. The Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had 55 sacks. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles are by far and away the best pass rush D-line in the league. They had 70. But the Chiefs had 55 sacks. 55. So, Chris Jones, but also Frank Clark, uh, uh, George Karloftis, who can get after it. They fired Nick Bolton and Willie Gay from the linebacker positions. And Steve Spagnola is not shy about sending Legereus Need and some of the guys out of the secondary. So, I, I just... I look at what they're capable of doing with that offensive line when you're talking about three new starters on that offensive line in comparison to the group that you have for the majority of the season. There's an opportunity for them to disrupt this game. And so when you look at Chris Jones applying quick pressure from the interior and then those two edge guys bringing the heat, I just think this is going to be a different game for Cincinnati in comparison to what we saw on Sunday up in Orchard Park. Canty and Carl at ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We shift for a moment to the NBA and Charles Barkley with some interesting comments regarding the league on Sirius XM NBA Radio. This is Barkley thinking that a strike or a lockout is coming because of load management. First of all, it's embarrassing for the NBA, and I cannot wait for these owners to put their foot in their asses in this next CBA. These dudes going to do something to these players. They're going to be like, wait a minute, you can't make $50 million and not play half the season, okay? Because uh, now you just really just like slapping me in my face, taking my check twice mm-hmm. a month. And we got guys like – and Eddie, I see guys that got a sore, sore hip or something. I'm like – Everybody's sore in the NBA after 20, 30, 40 games. But I think it's going to be very interesting in the next CBA because 
you know, the billionaires always wins against millionaires. And I think those owners are going to try to do something. I don't know what it is. I think there's going to be a strike or a lockout, however you want to phrase it. But I think they're going to say, okay, you guys don't want to play. I'm going to teach you all a lesson. It's, I'll tell you what, for me, as much as I want players to make as much as they can, mm. it has to be addressed. Yeah, because you, <laughs> it is a problem. We Carlos. were joking around the other day that the Golden State Warriors went to Cleveland the other night and sat four starters. Four starters in the same night. Mm-hmm. You've got people in Cleveland who, yeah, they have a good basketball team. But when the Golden State Warriors are coming to town, they're now a national team with Steph Curry. Yeah, of course. People are coming. Little kids who love Steph Curry are coming to see him play for the first time. And that is some major money that is thrown around on tickets only to find out the day of that these guys aren't playing. Chris, the I don't know what the solution there is because I do understand that it is a grind of a schedule. But there has to be something worked out. Is it a reduction in pay based on games missed? Is it a re- And it can't be because of injury. You can't just uh, say that here's what we're going to do. If you're sitting out these games just due to rest, you're not going to get paid or you're going to get paid half or whatever. Then players are going to start saying, well, I'm injured. I can't play tonight. You know, if there's no easy solution here for me. <laughs> For me, and I know the the league doesn't want to hear this. What the easiest solution is? Oh, I always I have always felt that the NBA season's too long. I no, you're not you're not going to cut down games. You're I, not gonna, I know you're that's not, not going to happen. You're not going to cut down games. That's I know not, that's not going to happen. That's not the solution to this, Carlin. Yeah. And, and listen, here's the deal: the league is trying to grow. Now they can't keep pace with the NFL. Nobody can. But the popularity of basketball internationally creates a lot of markets in which you can monetize if you have your marquee players on the floor more often than not. And that's the problem that the NBA is running into. The guys that are on the marquee, they're not playing a lot during the regular season, Carlin. Nobody even takes the NBA seriously until we get to the Christmas Day games. It's the Christmas Day games. Then we got Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And then we have the uh, the trade deadline, and then that's when the NBA season begins to pick up. Right after the All-Star break is when people start dialing into the NBA because the overall intensity picks up, and you see the marquee players, the stars, playing each and every night, even if it's back-to-backs because the games mean more or seemingly mean more to them at that point in the season. The problem that the NBA is going to have is if you're trying to grow revenue streams and if you're trying to increase the pot that you're splitting with the players – you got to be able to sell to your media partners that the players are going to be out there on a nondescript Tuesday night game on NBA TV or on ESPN or on all of these other TNT, the other outlets. Carlin, that has become the biggest issue. Now, as far as the fix goes, it's not going to be something that the players are amenable to, but I think something that's necessary for the game, put splits in their contract like the NFL. The NFL has splits in players' contracts. Now, it's not all players, but some players. If you miss a certain amount of games, then all of a sudden your salary gets reduced to X. It's a certain percentage of what your original base salary was. Put that in the contracts. If you have that type of situation, guys will be out there. Even if it means they're only playing 10, 15 minutes, guys will be out there. 
And in a lot of ways, that's all Adam Silver in the NBA needs. Yeah. We need the guys to be out there. We got to be able to sell that our guys are going to play most of the games. But when you have a situation like what we're seeing in L.A. with Kawhi Leonard, that's absolutely ridiculous, Carl. How, how long has Kawhi been with the Clippers? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, how often do you see Kawhi on the court? We were joking about it in our pre-show meeting. Since he's gotten there, Kawhi Leonard has been played, paid around a million bucks a game that he's played. That's sickening. That's absolutely ridiculous. A million bucks a game that you've played? No. And you've been there for years? No, you can't do it. You, you can't do it, Carlin. I, Chris, you I, can't do I'll it. acknowledge there's not the easiest of answers to this whole thing. But there has to be a way. I really have a problem when guys are missing road games. You know, I understand that home games, you know, owners want their guys in the lineup as much as possible. Yeah. Road games specifically for me are difficult because it's the one and only opportunity for a lot of people to see these guys play in person. Yeah. And that's that's where I get an issue. Well, here's the thing, Carlin, and I understand why fans are upset because you pay all of this money, stars coming to your town. Have you seen what the just, tickets he, are these days? Yeah, I understand yeah. it, Carlin. Yeah, I mean, this is something that you have to be intentional about doing because it's so expensive to go to these games. But, Carlin, we have to also acknowledge in saying – what we're saying about the players, that the fans help create this dynamic in terms of load management and rest when it comes to the marquee players. You know why? We judge the marquee players based on championships. Mm -hmm. And guys understand, in order to compete for a championship, in order to get through four rounds in the playoffs, seven-game series, I got to have some gas in the tank. And if I've got to sacrifice a few more games in the regular season in order to be the best version of myself in the postseason, then that's what I'm going to do because that's ultimately how fans are going to judge me. So I'm not sitting here blaming the fans, but I also well, under- part of it. I, I also understand where the players are coming from in terms of load management because when we talk about LeBron, when we talk about Kawhi, when we talk about all of these other stars, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, it's all about championships. It's not about anything else. It's not about scoring titles. Nobody wants to hear about that. It's about championships. And if you don't win a championship – then we're not going to revere you. We're not going to hold you in the same regard or esteem as some of the all-time greats. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Lines are open, and our two primary questions today, do the Cowboys need to move on from Mike McCarthy just to save Dak Prescott? And number two, Aaron Rodgers. If he wants to go back to Green Bay... Should the Packers want him back? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That, after we tell you about this from our friends at FanDuel, the NFL playoffs, they are heating up. And the easiest way to get in on all the action is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and white of 467369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Oh, in just about mm, 13 minutes, little play of the day action. Carlin, I'm sitting here looking at the Coach of the Year Award. Right. And the five finalists, Doug Peterson, Nick Sirianni, Shanahan, Dayball, and Sean McDermott. Oh, I did not believe Sirianni was a finalist. He is. is. He, not, is okay. he not a finalist? I thought he was. I thought it was down to three. Okay. But Sirianni should be a finalist. He should be, shouldn't oh, he? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I would argue that Sirianni, I, and I know the job that Dable did, Sirianni should probably be the Coach of the Year. Because when you think about it, Nobody was picking the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl except, uh, you know, a certain bald fat guy over here. Okay. I didn't pick him to go to the Super Bowl, but I did pick him to dominate the NFC East. Okay. And that's one of the best divisions in football this year. Listen, we're visionaries. You can't go by us. Yeah. We just know what we're doing. Sure. And uh, I don't think anybody else was really paying attention to that. So the point is. (laughs) The point is. Well, I didn't know you were that flexible where you can pat yourself on the back like that. Oh, I'm not. I just, yeah, no, I. If I tried to 
No. Okay. There's not, like, physically? No. I meant it in the figurative sense. I know you did, yeah. but I'd still, like. You took it to the physical. That I can do no now problem. Now it's not funny. I don't know how you kill a joke like that. I didn't that. kill the you joke. You killed the joke. No, I know what you meant yeah. figuratively, and yeah. I just meant to point out I don't have great flexibility. Okay. I Listen, I, I have great response time. I'm cat-like. <laughs> do, do I have flexibility? No. Okay. No, I don't. All right. All right. Having said all of that. Do the Packers have any flexibility with Aaron Rodgers? That's the question. It, it shouldn't be about flexibility. They can't. They they are they are up against it with him financially exactly. But with their future, they have to flex any muscle that they have. And what they do have is Aaron. We need to move on because we need to find out what we have in Jordan Love. We need to get into the next era of Packers football. And while you've been amazing for us, don't you think it would be better somewhere else? Because if you stay here. Things may not go that well. They, you, by midseason, could be on the bench primarily because we need to figure out where we are because we're not going to the playoffs. And that's all great, Carlin, but Aaron Rodgers could turn right around to Brian Gutekunst and say, shove it. And the contract stipulates that, that he would be well within his rights because the Packers are on the hook for that $58.3 million yeah, option bonus. They have to pay it at some point Don't unless know. they trade him. Here's the thing. You can't trade him if Aaron Rodgers says he doesn't want to be traded. So he holds all the cards. And I know you don't like the fact that he's in that position, but that's what the Packers gave him when they did the extension. Oh, Chris, they have nobody to blame but themselves. They gave him that. They, they gave him that power. They gave him that power. Yes, they did. Which is why I don't understand how Aaron Rodgers could sit there and say, well, you know, the grass is greener where you water it. Well, well Aaron, the Green Bay Packers have been trying to water you Ever since they walked back the Jordan Love decision. It's been a flood. They have done everything they can. (laughs) It's been a veritable deluge. (laughs) I mean, stop. Look, for me, yeah, they have to pay him. Yeah. But they're going to, either way, whether he's there or not, I don't think the Packers are going to the playoffs. So you're of the you're of the mind that they should want to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Yes, and I'm of the mind. So should he want to leave them? Yes, he should. Who wants to stick around for their final year and potentially not be playing in the middle of the season? How, how crummy of an ending would that be for Aaron Rodgers to be on the bench? Not because he can't play anymore, but because the Packers' season has been deemed inconsequential at that point, and they have to get an answer on Jordan Love, which they have never been able to get. Yeah, I, I guess as a former player, Carl, you're weighing competing at the highest level, especially a quarterback that considers himself elite like Aaron Rodgers versus the value of being able to start your career and finish your career with one franchise. Now, I, I, I can't tell you, you know, where on the spectrum those two things might fall for A-Rod, but I can say that they are real things for all players, especially when they get into the latter years of their career. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Paul's in Philadelphia, up next on ESPN Radio. Paul, what's going on, buddy boy? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. As an Eagles fan, I I hope that Dak and McCarthy stay together forever because it means <laughs> great things for us. I understand uh, as far that. As Aaron Rodgers, as, as far as Aaron Rodgers, I think you guys were kind of hitting the nail on the head. If they try and move him, the cap hit's going to be terrible, which is kind of funny considering he spent a big chunk of his career completely consuming their cap and then complaining about not having the right kind of weapons around him. Now he finally has weapons, and who knows who they're going to be able to re-sign. Listen, 
if I'm him, I don't want this to end in a bad way. I don't want this to end in a way where I'm just going to look like an idiot for what mm-hmm. I did all year. And I granted, you'll be a $58 million richer idiot. Well, $60 million when you consider the base salary, sure. right? Don't forget that part. You get it. all that money. That's yeah. fine. I, Aaron Rodgers hasn't done a lot to help his public perception. And when we referenced earlier the Wilde and Tosh uh, poll that was put up, uh, last week that showed that 74% of Packer fans wanted to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Yep. That tells you how they're feeling right now. And so the goodwill that Aaron Rodgers thinks he might have, he does not have. He has done nothing in the last two and a half years to accentuate his public persona in that fan base. He has done nothing to help. Him. So you're saying that he should want to go, he should want to be out. Where does he need to go? Personally, I feel like the best place is the Jets, and I can't believe I'm saying that because the organization has been a mess for a long, long time. But when I look at the personnel that they have, it would be the place that he has the best chance because he's not a quarterback that is going to make anybody else better anymore. Let me me ask you this question because I know that there was the report by Adam Schefter that said that the conference is going to be a factor in terms of where the Packers would want to move him. They don't want to let him stay in the NFC. But if there was an NFC team that would be an Aaron Rodgers away from doing some damage in the playoffs, who would that team be? Wow, that's a great question. You know, before, you know, a year ago, two years ago, I would have said the 49ers. Okay. After they were, you know, after the Garoppolo stuff, even though we got them to the Super Bowl, it's not them anymore. New Orleans Saints? Yeah, that'd be a good spot if Michael Thomas is kind of back to what he was. Top 10 defense? Yeah. Or top 5 defense, excuse me. Yeah, I got to get a better coach in there, though. Yeah. Dennis Allen's. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, with you. In the NFC, Tampa? What about? Did I say Tampa? What about Seattle? They've got picks. They've got picks, but. They've got picks. I wouldn't do it if I were them. That's not a one year thing. They're, they're not, well, they're, they're they're not a win in one or two year team. But they could. It's a West Coast team, and, yeah. and, and Aaron Rodgers is from out on the West Coast, and it's a team that could draft a quarterback now and have Aaron and have so him stashed away walk. for the future. Let Geno walk and let Aaron Rodgers be your quarterback for the next couple of years. Mm, I don't love it. Okay, I don't love it. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. You know what I do love to do? Make people money. And that's what we're going to do next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. It's about that time. 
about that time to make a little bit of money, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Be nice to hit one. Be nice to hit one. Yeah, we're on a little bit of a drought right now. We, mm. We've gone about three or four shows without hitting one, so mm. we got to make it happen. So let's do it. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. All right, we got some good NBA tonight. We got Brooklyn, the Sixers on ESPN tonight. Mm. And then later tonight, we have the Grizz and the Warriors. I have to say, I'm kind of digging the fact that the Grizzlies are so full of themselves. They're so spicy. Oh, ain't they? my God. I you, dig it. But you know what? It's good. The, 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 the game before that, Sixers-Nets is going to be a little spicy, too. Yeah. Even though it doesn't have KD, there's some bad blood between those two organizations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, boy, Ben Simmons has been great. Man, but how good has James Harden been? He's been tremendous. I mean, he's averaging 21 points, 11 assists. Six boards. I mean, that's that's pretty damn good from James Harden. Ben Simmons is not good. Yeah. And I tried to tell everybody that. You did. You called it. You called it. Anyway, we're going to go with the Grizzlies game against the Warriors later tonight on ESPN. Canty, uh, over under on this game, 246. Oh, I'm going with the under, Carlin. Heavy. That's a large number. That's a big number. Steph Curry points, 27 and a half. Okay, I can over? get on. I can get on board with going over on that okay. one. Okay, yeah. Clay Thompson total assists over two and a half. Yeah, I'm definitely going over on that one. Well, for a three leg same game parlay, my friend, over on Caesar Sportsbook, we can cash in at a plus seven hundred. Wow, that's a nice number right there. I feel really good about Clay Thompson going over two and a half assists. Uh, I do too. I mean, the Golden State Warriors are tops in assists in the NBA. Yeah, so, I do too, so. which means we're going to get kicked in the groin. <laughs> Why would you say something like that? Why would you say that? I'm just putting it out there as fun. That's all. That's all. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and Out. Uh, Canty, issue number one, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland's not a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. What Mm. are we doing? Mm. What are we doing? Speak on it. And even worse, even worse, congratulations to Scott. I'm sure, you know, he feels great about it, and it's a terrific honor. Eight-time Gold Glover, uh, very good player. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not a great player. Yeah. Scott Rowland was a very, very good player for a long time. Okay. But where I really have a problem is that Scott Rowland is getting into the Hall of Fame and Jeff Kent is not. Jeff Kent. How is that even possible? I, I don't know. Jeff Kent has over 1,500 runs batted in in his career. 1,500. Jeff Kent is possibly the best offensive second baseman of all time. He's People are going to hate that I'm going to say this. Jeff Kent is better than Joe Morgan. Mm. Jeff Kent was a clutch hitter, delivered in the postseason, consistent. Really, really good consistent. Won an MVP, five-time All-Star. Jeff Kent is a Hall of Famer, and yet somehow he got under 50% of the vote. So after 10 years, he's off the ballot. You, you, here's the thing, Carla, and that's crazy that that's the rule that the Baseball Writers of America come up with. But here's the thing. 
When somebody is a Hall of Famer, I ask myself, can you tell the story of the game in that era without talking about that player? Because the Hall of Fame, in fact, mm-hmm. is a museum, right? Yep. That's what we're talking about in Cooperstown. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the story of baseball without Jeff Kent? No. In that era. And the reason Can you is- tell the story of baseball without Scott Rowland? Yeah. In that era. Absolutely. That's my point. Yep. So I don't understand what's going on, why they make that decision. I think that, frankly, I think that decision was made because... Because they don't like him? Because they don't like him. He's a little prickly? Because he wasn't a great guy. Okay. You know? There's a lot of of bad guys in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why we want to be the gatekeepers all of a sudden when there's a lot of bad guys from yesteryear that have busts in Cooperstown. It's... I'll tell you what. It's disappointing. It's disappointing. Canty, giant stuffed Oreos with crushed Oreos uh, coming to a store near uh, you. Uh, now, here's what I'll say about this. You know, they were trying all different kinds of flavors of Oreos, yeah. I, which I am very much against. I hate, really? I hate asking, uh, I, I hate putting together some two things that are awesome yeah. and thinking it'll make it doubly awesome. Like, I don't want strawberry Oreos. Yeah. I don't want Miller High Life Oreos. Okay? <laughs> I don't need them. Yeah. This, I'm good with this. Yeah, I'm on board with this. Yeah. I mean, double stuffed Oreos with chunks of little Oreos in them. Yeah. That is all kind of magical goodness. Now, I'm surprised to hear you say you don't like the flavors. I can get behind not liking the strawberry or the mint flavored Oreos yeah. or even the carrot cake or the red velvet. But the birthday cake Oreos? Are special. Yeah, I they do. are. The birthday cake Oreos are pretty damn good, and I like the, I like the blonde Oreos too. Those are good too. Oh, I hate those. I like those. I hate those. Uh, I, I Oreos themselves, Chris, they're special. Yes, we don't need to try to make it extra special. Well, I mean, sometimes a little innovation is not a bad thing. This innovation I'm is a really, really good thing. And then uh, hats off to Stefanos Tsitsipas. Who uh, went right after it. How do you say his last name again? Tsitsipas? No, it's Tsitsipas. Tsitsipas. The T's are silent. Tsitsipas. 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 Uh, <laughs> Stephanos. <laughs> listen to Steph uh, in his post-match uh, interview. One of my favorite exorcists comes from Australia, Margot Robbie. I wish I can... Margot Robbie? Uh, are you I... pitching right now? What, what's happening? Am I what? Pitching? Are you like... You know, making an, an offer? What are we seeing here? It would be nice to see you over there one day. Okay. So you're, you're ex- officially extending an invitation to Margot Robbie. I just want to be crystal clear here. Absolutely. <laughs> shoot your shot, player. Shoot or shoot. Problem Australia is- open, shoot or shoot. Problem is she's married. Yeah. Yeah. But listen. Sorry, Sissipas. Respect. Better luck next time. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.